My fellow fish monsters, far be it for me to question your stupid civilization or its dumb customs, but is squeezing each other's brains out with a giant nutcracker really going to solve anything? Dr. Zoidberg is my friend, and though a woman has come between us, I say we'll always remain friends. You know why? One reason. You bastard! I'll kill you! You bastard! Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Two Bad Neighbors in the 31st Century, a Simpsons podcast that became a Futurama podcast hosted by uh, an immortal man and his robot friend. Oh boy, it's been a while. Yes. Uh, I am one of your hosts. Did you get downgraded in the hiatus? Is that why? Yeah. Your memory banks are uh, Greg, down to 512 gigs. Greg bought version Catalina. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. We'll get you back next next episode. Yeah, we'll get we'll get <laughs> we'll get you re-upgraded. Yeah, re-upgraded. Right now, I'm stuck in Catalina. It's uh, it's actually the 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 upgrades have been installed. We just haven't restarted yet to apply the updates. Yeah, right now I'm just there's a lot of bugs. <laughs> there's a lot of crossed wires going yeah, on. You know, one OS is talking to another OS, mm-hmm. and they're kind of competing for sandwiches. Yes, and dominance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Huh? Is that not what I said? Uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna move past it. Welcome, everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we are once again to discuss the future, Ama. Yeah, and we are in a um, a, a futuristic room. Ooh, with Ooh, a window. Window. <laughs> there's a window. There's curtains. Mm-hmm. There's not enough stuff on the wall. No, yet. You need a bunch of crazy crap on the yeah, wall. Yeah, needs some more shenanigans. Yeah. But uh, yes, we're in the new space mm-hmm. for the studio, mm-hmm. and uh, Greg's very excited about Never it. Never been happier. <laughs> Truly, this he's, is great. He's very happy that one of his roommates left so that he has an empty room. <laughs> no. And if I'm that just, roommate is listening... <laughs> no. I'm just very happy that this is the way things mm-hmm. are. I just like having space. Yes. I did mm-hmm. for a little while. Remember that? Remember that tiny room that we used to record? Yeah, in? I do. Yeah, that was nice. It was fine. Okay. <laughs> it's a little cramped. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. Thank you very much. But it worked. It did work. Didn't it? It worked well. Yeah. We had the little microphone stands. Mm hmm. That was fun. I still have those. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't need these anymore. Toss them out the window. Now they're mostly just my touring stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Or when you have to come to my house. Yeah, I would like... Honestly, I would I would prefer to... After doing that once, I would prefer to just bring these arm stands. Yeah, that makes sense. Because they're just a lot easier. Ironically, these, these cumbersome yeah, these, things are these just... Yeah, these giant uh, arms of metal. Yeah, are just much easier to set up. <laughs> Um, but, uh, we are back mm. at least for the time being, mm-hmm. uh, we are on, I think, I, I don't know. I feel like this is the longest hiatus we've ever done. Maybe. Yeah. And it was unplanned. Yeah. Um, as many things we do are. Yeah. 
So because two hundredth episode, I mean, doing Futurama, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I feel like we normally would be like, all right, we're going to take a break between you know seasons or yeah. something like that. This is just, but we just kind of. I mean, we did take a break between seasons, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, but we started up again. Uh, let's see, three months ago, mm-hmm. thinking that we would be able to you know keep up this uh, rapid fire pace forever and uh we didn't no we basically got through uh well we got through three episodes of our podcast yeah covering the first four episodes of season two Mm -hmm. because we also as you may have already figured out starting to do two episodes per podcast that's right that's right we're going back to the silver age back to the silver age of our uh simpsons pod our illustrious television program program that's right uh, winner of numerous awards, including yep. including Greg's, best pro- Greg's mom's be- favorite yep. podcast and the outstanding achievement in podcasting um, excellence and excellence the uh, Alfred Jean the Third <laughs> Award. Uh huh. <laughs> Took me too long to get that. Yeah, it, it really did. It really yeah. did. My um, mind was on other. You're like, who the hell's Alfred? <laughs> Who's Alfred Jean? <laughs> Uh, well, here in the 31st century, Alpha Gene is dead. Yep. And has been for a while. And good riddance. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, we're just kidding. He's How's the right. weather down there, Al? Huh? Huh? <laughs> in hell? <laughs> oh, no, we're just kidding. He's all right. Uh, yeah, he's all right. <laughs> Something that Flexo would say. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, that was a were you familiar with Flexo before this? Yeah. Okay. I've seen this episode. Okay. Yeah. And he comes back in a later episode. Never mind, I saw that episode. That's I've never the one. seen this one. Okay. Um that bit that he does, I love. It's and so he does, funny. He, it's so there's funny. some really good ones in the in his next appearance where he goes like he's like someone like hits him or something. He's like he's like, Hey, that felt really good. <laughs> no, I'm just jo- I'm just joking. That was quite mean. <laughs> like he does like an opposite. I don't yeah. know. I find that very funny. That's a good bit. As a as a running bit. Uh but we'll get to all that. We're here to say how have you been oh boy um can you you have the episode list up yeah right um can you tell me what our last episode was uh like when it aired yeah uh july 22nd Ooh. <laughs> and today october 20 20 20 20 october 20 october 20 holy so almost holy. what's that uh, three months i'm sorry guys <laughs> um Greg went to do a show, and then he went to do another yeah. show. Yeah, and then he went on vacation mm-hmm. from his um, from his hard life. The vacation was the vacation was not really a vacation. Well, I had I had COVID. Well, I had COVID for a week, and then I went to then I went out for I went I went to Kelowna for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, that's a vacation. You know, the first part isn't. Well, it's not really a vacation. You know. What okay? How do you clar- How do you uh, uh, classify a vacation? No family involvement. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> it can be considered that's obliga- like the opposite of when you're a kid, though. Yeah, because the only way you can go on vacation is with your family. Exactly, which is why when you're an adult, vacation, no family involved. Yeah, all right. I just think if I if I leave my city, I don't think I've ever been on one. Never been on vacation? No, in your life? No. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you should. Because uh, it's quite nice. Yeah, like I've never gone to uh, to say uh, a Disneyland, mm. like you, or a Disney World, or a World. Your Disney's World or Land, I've never been. 
to any of them. Yeah, but you don't give a shit about rides. I enjoy being entertained and okay. going places that are nice. You you know, I think you'd like the stunt shows. They do like I, like stunt shows. Well, I think they, that's okay, something you'd okay. enjoy. Okay, I've okay. been to okay. Disney World. Oh, when I was, oh, hang on. All right, the story's changing real quick here, Greg. Oh, fucking hang on. <laughs> I I've been to Disney World when I was twelve. Uh-huh. I was twelve, and it was with my parents. So that yeah, doesn't great. count. Doesn't Why count. Why does that not count? Because I gotta go alone. I gotta go with <laughs> with. I gotta go with me and my wife. I got, we have to actually have a have a like a. <laughs> We have to go somewhere. Okay. Like, this is something that we both really want to do. Yeah. Well, you should. Fine. What's, what's your... Pl- what? <laughs> Fine. Fine. I will. Yeah. What's your, like, top destination if you if you could choose? Oh. Money's no object. Money's no object? Yeah. Oh, Edmonton? All right. You got to... <laughs> <laughs> Must learn to dream a bit bigger, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, um, that's the thing I haven't thought about it in a while. Um, well, but okay, so hold on. I know this is different as well, but mm. you went to the UK. Mm-hmm. That's a vacation. You were there for like a month, yeah, or two. I was working, but still, I was I was working. Were you working every single day? I was working most days. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I was working four to five days a week. Hmm. No, that's only, there's seven in a week, so sounds like you sold your weekends free. I did. Yeah, I did. So there you go. I did. You count that as your vacation. Okay. I count I count like several each, separate each week, weekends. Yeah, each separate <laughs> weekend <laughs> in a different country. Yeah. Because you, you went to like whiskey tours and shit, didn't sure, you? Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. You yeah, did we, lots of cool shit. I was we did jealous. Do, we did yeah. do a lot of cool shit. You went right. to the London, right. London end. And I was like, when, when you were like, hey, what was your what's your destination? I was like, oh, Scotland probably. But yeah. like, I've been there. You've been there. Twice. There so, you go. You did never, it. Never mind. Yeah, you don't need to take a vacation now. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> You've done it. <laughs> I'll just put my head down and... Yeah, and just keep grinding out those capitalist uh, yeah. regimes. Keep grinding it out. I'll be in another show in another in in a week mm-hmm. here, doing another one. Yeah, but you're staying here. Yep, for both so. of them. Yeah, for both <laughs> so of the shows. I'm Theoretically, we can keep right here. recording. Yep, and the great news is one of them, I can say this because I signed the contract, is a lunchbox show mm-hmm. over at um, the Calgary Tower. Yes. And as you might know, lunchbox shows run during lunchtime. That's true. That's the name. Yeah. That's They're why they call it that. Only matinees. So, yeah. so you I have evenings have mostly, free. Mostly, most of my evenings free. Yeah. I'm right. going to be working two evenings a week at the Science Center, but sure. that's it. Yeah, but yeah, who needs science? <sighs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Um. Well, that's that's science something. Science fiction, that, however, that's that's something about how I've been. I've been working there yes. a little bit. I opened and closed the show, as you said before. Yes. It was called Next to Normal. It mm-hmm, was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a truly game changing experience for me. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was it was a great show. As, oh. as you know, I love that musical already. And so when I heard you were doing it, I was very excited. We drove down to see it the opening, opening night. night yeah that was really great it was really great yeah. to see some uh friendly faces in i'm the just audience. sad that we couldn't stay a bit longer but uh my life is yeah a nightmare um <laughs> you have a I mostly mean spot. i mostly mean that in in terms of uh just quantity of things that are always happening yeah you got a lot on your plate yeah it's actually you who's the problem well nope no greg no hold on no i've been the problem for three months 
It's you now. No. You're the problem. <laughs> I'm now. never the problem. <laughs> I'm always perfect. I'm a perfect little boy. <laughs> My mom says. Um. <laughs> so maybe it is time that you were the problem. Uh, hmm? Ka-ching. I can I can take some responsibility. Okay. Um but uh it's it's different when you're out of the city. That's it is. the that's yeah. the main thing. Yeah. But uh is. but I also I I guess maybe yes, uh as a preface to all this it's possible that I will be the problem in coming weeks mm-hmm. now that Greg's here. Mm-hmm. And because uh, uh, I have to do things like write essays mm-hmm. and study for tests. Guys, this entire time that I've been off flitting away, gallivanting, <laughs> doing quote unquote work, which is uh-huh. really just pretending to be someone else <laughs> for money. Just, you're just playing. This whole time, yeah. Alan's been working. <laughs> Alan's been at school. I've been doing school, been doing four to five trivias a month. And, and working. And working. Yeah. So it's been a lot. So everything that I get to do that's fun, mm-hmm. Alan has none. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to do that kind of thing. Yeah, you used to have fun. You're doing that. That Well, that's part of the problem. I guess, You're yeah, doing it right I am now. doing one. I'm doing it. That's, that's actually, that's the other thing on yeah. my plate now is I am doing yeah. a show um it's just a family family theater show and out, out in oak Tokes, but yeah, uh, i'm gonna come see it great yeah it's gonna be goofy fun hopefully someone won't hurt me when i go see it what, did someone hurt you last no, time <laughs> no i just i feel like i hurt feelings when i left oh i see because you yeah. were supposed to be in the show i was yeah and then he got a better offer <laughs> i did they drove a dump truck of money up to his house he's basically, not made of stone yeah basically <laughs> basically um but yeah uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's fine. I'm I had. Sure. To, I mean, I literally had to bow out of the previous show mm-hmm. with the same company mm-hmm. because of your wedding. <laughs> oh, because they had a uh, the show I was going to do had they had a uh, performance the uh-huh. day of your wedding. Ah, and it was somehow missed when I was working. You know, working out the scheduling and whatnot yeah. with with the uh, producer. And then uh, one day I was like, "Oh, that's oh, a big conflict." Oh no. And so I messaged them being like, I'm so sorry, but I ha- have this happening that day and I cannot miss it, obviously. And it's out in Kananaskis, so it's not even something, you know, that I could do both, yeah. theoretically. Yeah. Um, can the private, because the, it's like a private booking, can that company move it to mm. a different day? And they could not. So I was like, well, then I cannot do the show. <laughs> wow. And uh, still did this one. Still got yeah. cast in this one. So clearly yeah. hurt feelings are not. Yeah, necessarily people understand i mean they understand they yeah. understand people have other responsibilities bills to pay bills to pay and i'll uh, be pla- able to planes to catch bills to pay yeah, one learn to one walk week, while i was away one week in this show mm-hmm. that i'm doing and that's that's gonna pay my rent for mm. for two months that's pretty good yeah um do they do they need more cast and by rent i mean mortgage tell them i'll be in it <laughs> did you hear what i said huh <laughs> No, I just thought, did, this, didn't you see dollar signs, like, just form in my eyes? Yeah, when dollar said, signs <laughs> of about theater, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, this this house, these mm. four walls mm-hmm. around you mm-hmm. are going to be owned yeah, you're gonna, by me. So it's not for sure yet. No, the closing date is October 31st, so I guess oh, nothing, nothing is... Nothing set in stone yet, no, just saying. Sure. But we did put a down payment into well, there the you hands go. of the lawyers, so... 
Well, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, we can call you homeowner. Greg. You want to know something funny? What? This is something that I'm definitely not ashamed of. Oh. Allie qualified by herself for the book. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what am I gonna do? And then you co-signed, and they're like, "Well, now it doesn't qualify." <laughs> basically, like, it was. It's like that. I'm a liability. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a liability. Ah, uh, you know, it's fine. We all are. Yeah, it's fine being that. Sometimes you gotta, you know, show your true colors to a bank. Mm-hmm. They see right through you. They, they they see they see right all they through see you is and they a see, sack of money. They see numbers. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't see, give a shit about you. Yeah. No one does. They don't know what's on the inside. They don't care. Everyone's working for a profit. Mm. Burn it down. Yeah. Stop stop this. All right. Anyway. What else? What else? <laughs> no, keep going. And then what? And then the sheep mm-hmm. will be herded to the slaughter by by the pigs. Okay. The pigs take over from the wolves. Yeah. Okay. Then what? After the Sheep I'm not all. saying this is good. I'm no, saying I'm this just, is what's going to happen. No, just keep going. I, everyone dies. Mm-hmm. Okay. In this the case, sun the sheep are metaphors for what? Sheep are metaphors for the proletariat. The proletariat. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what were the wolves in this case? Well, I didn't mention wolves. I don't okay, know. Where, you just said pigs. Okay. <laughs> I just said pigs. Okay, you brought wolves into the picture. What happens when the sheep are slaughtered and the pigs take over? What, well, the pigs are the, are the bourgeoisie. Great. And they start eating each other. Okay. Then, so... When we Basically, down, once once you've removed one class from the world, the the ruling class will then fracture as well and become a new. There will be a new bourgeoisie and a new proletariat, mm-hmm. and people don't understand that it's cyclical and everything will. You know, you'll have oh, millionaires are now the ninety nine percent, and billionaires are the one percent, and they're ruling everything. And then suddenly the millionaires are like, oh, this sucks. Let's try and stop the billionaires, and they're like, it's too late. We're too powerful. And then they'll die, and then the billionaires will suddenly be like, "Hey, this is pretty great. We we're all billionaires. Wait, who's that guy? He's a trillionaire. Oh shit! Now he's the ruler, and it just it'll go on and on until the sun explodes." Is that your Google Calendar open in front of you? Yeah, it is. What's up? I don't know. What's your What's your calendar? What is it? Yeah. What does it what say? Do like, what are your things that you're doing? Uh, right now, podcasting. Yeah, yeah, but like, <laughs> read your week. Uh, the one that just happened, or or the upcoming one? Yeah, upcoming, upcoming. Yeah. Well, I got rehearsal on Sunday. Yeah. I got uh, school on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, working on Tuesday, school Wednesday, working. Oh, oh and uh, movie trivia horror edition. I'll see you there on Wednesday. Are you coming? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Uh, we work- have a costume idea. We'll oh, see if we can pull it off. Perfect. I love it. Uh, Tuesday or sorry, Thursday working. Friday school. And uh, a friend's birthday party. And then Saturday is Halloween parties. And then Sunday's D&D and rehearsal. D&D. I guess I'm going on every single day, Greg. Mm-hmm. Some busier than others. Yeah. You're a busy guy. I'm a busy guy. I don't know why this was open. I don't either. You might be <laughs> missing something. <laughs> I don't. I literally don't remember clicking on the when you like. Is that your Google Calendar? I'm like, it is. I don't know why, because <laughs> I don't remember clicking it. My my phone was just like, you need to look at this. Hey, hey, 
You just you need to look at this. You're this rambling is, about capitalism again. Look crazy. at your look at your schedule. This is crazy. Figure it out, idiot. You got a crazy schedule oh, coming boy. up. Anyway, where's leg day in there? Leg day. Uh, it's every day because I walk to the bus and home. Oh, you're taking the bus? Yeah, down to downtown. So, well, downtown for work. To the university. To the university for school. Do you ever get a chance to take the train? Not really, because not really. Uh, I live in uh, Beddington. Mm. Um, not to dox myself, um, <laughs> and your which is very is hey no sixty nine. Ah, come on, <laughs> uh, <laughs> bed front way. <laughs> but uh, it's very far north, so no trains go there yeah. because Calgary has a horrible train system. Yeah, Calgary made an oopsie. Yeah, they were just like, okay, one, tra- years ago. <laughs> one train goes goes this way in a straight line. The other train goes this way in a straight line. That's all you get. All right, shut up. That's There's two of them. That's all you'll ever get. You get <laughs> one goes up and down. The other one goes left and right. What's wrong with that? What more do you want? Yeah. What oh, more do you want, assholes? Oh, you live in the, the diagonal? Oh, oh, find a bus. Yeah, nobody made you live there. <laughs> anyway. How's transit? Uh, it's bad. It's it horrible. Yeah. yeah, I hate it. Okay. Well, that might be my life for a little bit. I'm selling my car. Yeah, smart. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Wish I could do that. Yeah. But I, I can't. Actually, the, I need um, <laughs> the, the the Volkswagen dealership wanted to buy it back. Oh, the, you got that thing. Yeah, I got that thing. And I'm like, sure, let's do it. Uh, so you know what that is, right? What? Uh, I don't want to use the word scam. Mm. <laughs> because it's not technically a scam, but it is a tactic. Yeah. To get you back in the dealership so yes. they can upsell you a new car. I know that. Okay. Just, I'm not just as long as you're aware. I'm not there going in for a new car. I'm they're going in for cash money. Just, you know, it's going to be like, did you ever watch Friends? Yes. I want to quit the bank. I want to quit the bank. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be like that. I just know. so you know. It's going to be it's gonna be tough. Yeah. But uh, stay strong. Yeah. And if it if it starts being too much like that, I'll just drive away. Yeah. <laughs> Like and they'll if, be like, "Well, we have the keys now." So, well, like, if, they, if they're not going to give me twenty grand for my car, then I'm going to leave. <laughs> you know, like you didn't really fine print. It was twenty grand if you put it towards a new vehicle. Yeah, and all we have is this forty grand one. So, really, you're giving us twenty grand. Yeah, that's the plan. But they're also like, as a huge shortage of used cars. Mm. Right. Mm. I think. I don't think so. <laughs> eh. You ever drive by a lot? See how many cars there are? There's a lot. There's so many. Yeah. And then just like car the car industry sucks. I, I hate know, it. I know, I know you do. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go in and we're gonna stress me out now, man. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's just because that happened to me as well with mm-hmm. my Kia. Mm-hmm. They called me and were like, hey, like we have a buyer who's really interested in your vehicle specifically. Do you want to like sell it back to us for the for like a a, a pretty good price or what? I, I can't remember the exact number. This was like early when I had my car, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That sounds awesome." And then I did like a you know a quick internet sleuthing, and and apparently it's a very common tactic for dealerships to to yeah, like I said, just to try and get you back in there because they're like, "Well, like we sold you this car, we we can't get a customer back in. Like cars are theoretically." long lasting right so it's like we we need to get some of our customers back in so that we can sell them more stuff mm-hmm. um but i mean 
for all I know, as long as you're able to hold out or whatnot, you know, like you can do exactly what you need to do. I I never did it just because I was like, I don't want to deal with that. And I yeah. just got this car. Right. Yeah. Um, It might be different if it is a, an older car that my whole thing is yeah. if they're offering me money to take a leased vehicle yeah. back yeah. before the lease is done, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. take it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking take it. Yeah, and I don't know what that means either in terms of the lease because the bank technically owns your car, doesn't it? Until the lease is paid off. We'll find out. Anyway, we'll whatever. Find out what money cars, I get. cars are dumb. Yeah, we'll find out what what money, if any, yeah. <laughs> I get. So I'm hoping it's some. You know, at Next least... time I see you, you're driving like a Porsche and you're like, they got me. I don't know what happened. Help. <laughs> I'm, 50, I'm 50K in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much a Porsche costs. No, that's probably about probably right. a low ball. Yeah, that's that sounds about right for a down payment. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna take my thumbs. Please, it's eight hundred dollars <laughs> bi monthly. <laughs> they said it was a good deal. <laughs> they I told me I look really cool driving it. They said it's ten percent APR, and I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it sounds bad, right? <laughs> Um. Anyway, no. They asked if there was winter tires. Is there? Yeah, I gave. I, I <laughs> cool. bought winter tires, and they're like, "Okay, throw those in." Oh, cool. Yeah, I had a conversation with the guy about like its quality and condition and everything. Yeah. It seems fine. I mean, I just I'm so untrustworthy. Of no, people, of course, so. of course. <laughs> Especially when it comes to vehicles, of uh, course, mechanics, they're, they're, dealerships, they're all of them. I'm like, but you're you, all money grubbing assholes. And, you're all pigs. And find out, find out. Go mm-hmm. on, go on the Auto Trader, yeah. and you'll see that like even a Honda Fit from like 2018 is a used one is going for like 24k. It's mm, pretty good. Like used cars are going for a lot. Maybe I should sell mine right now. You might want to look into it because <laughs> like I went on and like Honda is supposed to be relatively uh, economy. Mm-hmm. It's not anymore. Yeah. Um, Hyundai, mm-hmm. South Korean car, much mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Kia, mm-hmm. is also. S- climbing climbing yeah. climbing climbing so i don't know if you want to get out of the game it's just that i need my car yeah that's honestly yeah. i'm just like i have oh, the, so many of the things i do yeah. like i can't transit you know yeah we have the benefit here yeah. of like i like ali and i can share the sure yeah the, yeah. the fit yeah. for for a while until yeah. i absolutely need to get a car we'll see how long that lasts yeah because i've never not had a car like ever well and i, and I have been without a car but not by choice, yeah. by like, oh, the, like the car died or that recent time where it was in the shop for two months, you know, yeah. like, and it's a nightmare. I, like, it's it's once I don't have the car that I realize how much I use it. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm always like, like, yes, in a perfect world, I'd be able to sell my car and not worry about insurance or gas or registration mm-hmm. or, you know, all the bullshit that comes with owning a vehicle. Mm-hmm. But the flip side is there's so much that just is a detriment if i yeah. don't have a vehicle so anyway. some people are happy some people are happy in general yeah how do we <laughs> i'm get, not one of them. how do we get there <laughs> how do we get there for you i think it's more stuff is it i think yeah material goods right starting a blu-ray collection are you yeah really <laughs> me and selena yeah oh that's nice there was a criterion uh sale 50 percent off flash sale what and so we bought a whole shit ton of text me the next Blu-ray time that happens, please. okay i wasn't sure if you're you, you weren't you didn't seem like a you know, physical media guy what didn't these i days. seem like to you 
<laughs> You're the one who inspired me to throw out all my DVD cases, which I regret now. You regret that now? No, not really. No, you don't. I do regret uh, throwing out the Blu-ray case for why Spider-Man did, Into the why, Spider-Verse. Why though. did you throw out the Blu-ray case? Because I only had one. I No, I only had... That's, that's the thing. It wasn't cases. It was literally one never case. never throw out the Blu-ray cases. <laughs> that's no. part of the deal. That was part of the instructions. <laughs> Wait, you gave yes. me instructions? <laughs> I said, don't throw out... <laughs> Nice looking ones. I specifically yeah, said that, nice. that. Oh, you. <laughs> and Blu-ray cases are among those. You know what? I just want I a better st- version. I, I want a better version of Spider-Verse. You want a better version. Like they'll you release a, some you special want a 4K steel. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and then I'll that be probably I'll be happy. Right it probably now. does. Yeah. yeah, you should go get it. I'll just go get it. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll be right. Back. You'll be happy. And the episodes we're talking about today, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I forgot what they're called. <laughs> well, we should get into them. That's yeah. a good enough. Uh, how have you been? Because um, we got two episodes to talk about. Yeah, uh, we got the first one is why must I be a crustacean in love? Yeah, why must you? The second one's the lesser of two evils. Um, so, crustacean is the fifth episode of season two, written by Eric Kaplan, directed by Brian Sheasley, and original air date February six, two thousand. Oh. We're there. We're in the year two thousand. So they had a so much like us having a long hiatus between episodes. Xmas story, which was the last episode we covered, mm-hmm. aired in December ninety nine. This is February two thousand. So they had a month and a bit hiatus as well. Yeah. So we planned it. We did. It was all <laughs> cut all that planned. other stuff earlier out about it not being planned. All right, it's gone. Or just like get rid of the word didn't. <laughs> so be like we planned this. <laughs> <laughs> I could just get rid of the first 30 minutes no <laughs> no it's got some important shit in there that everyone wants to know about yeah uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is uh yeah so this is the first zoidberg centric episode i suppose yeah yeah um what'd you think it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Like, honestly, it was fine. I don't think I started laughing until they got to the crustacean planet. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first the first act, yeah. that's basically Zoidberg uh, all horned out. Mm. Um, is, uh, yeah, it's, uh, there's not a lot of laughs. Yeah, surprisingly. Like, they've made... Like, and a lot of the jokes don't land for me. Yeah, when they go to the gym, it's mostly, surprisingly, just fat jokes. Yeah. That's what they use yeah. a lot. Yeah. I think there were like four or five. There yeah, there was there was too many than uh there needs to be, which is zero. Yeah. Um <laughs> like zero, but in nineteen ninety nine Yeah, yeah. I'd give them 2000. one. Excuse me, an enlightened time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two thousand. Yes, the greatest time for comedy, the year two thousand to two thousand two. Yep. As we all know, <laughs> because that's when Josie and the Pussycats was released. Yes. Well that's an outlier. And a knight's tale. Uh, less a comedy and more of a. How dare you? That movie's what? hilarious. <laughs> no, it is, but it's not a straight up comedy. It's an anachronistic adventure comedy. All right, that's fair. But I wouldn't just call it a comedy. Well, things can be more than one thing. I know, and this is more than one thing. That's yeah. why it's an adventure comedy. Okay, <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> like, okay, like rom com. Yes, is a different category than just comedy to me. I agree with you. <laughs> I'm just laying it out there. Yes, no, you're right. They have different... Um, like, comedy can be a broad genre, yes. Well, one might say there's only two. One might say there's tragedy and comedy. Yes. Um, I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> no, that's absurd. <laughs> but one could say... <laughs> 
Um, but I. But the thing is, I actually do happy mass. Really, <laughs> sad mass. Sad mass. <laughs> Ends with a wedding, uh, and then everyone dies. Yeah, dick jokes or. or- just murder <laughs> just or, straight up murder or dick jokes and murder yeah well yeah that's shakespeare um he loves his dick he jokes. loves his dick jokes <laughs> but uh i am like i i do love the concept of genres even though i think a lot of times it's not needed i just think like as a discussion it's interesting to like when people call uh, a movie a thriller versus a horror mm. you know or vice versa. Like, there's movies that I consider thrillers and be like, oh, that's a horror film. And I'm like, nah, I'd, I'd call it a thriller. Like what? Um, I mean, <laughs> the top of my head. I don't want to gotcha journalism you, but I understand what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I I do get what you're talking about. You know what? Seven. I think seven's a good example. I call that a thriller, not a horror film. Yeah, it leans up. It, like, it brushes up against it. Yeah. And I think the key there's is... There's some horrific elements. Yeah. I think the key is, like, they don't show the kills. Yeah. So, like, it's not. That's all. That's fair. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> you know, if they showed the kills and dramatized them like that, then it would... Like Zodiac, which I do call a horror. Oh, God, that movie's so good. I mean, it's so good. It's so good. But even... Oh, shit. Then I, may, I might actually but it, but it also push like, back against but that. Also, but that's the thing. I feel like it's a horror slash thriller. Yeah. Like, and that's what that's what I mean. I think it's interesting, and I, that's exactly what I was saying with A Knight's Tale, yeah. right? Like, yes, you could call it a comedy, and no one would be like, you're wrong, but I just like to be a bit more specific. It's and not say, preoccupied with comedy. Exactly. Just like Zodiac isn't preoccupied with horrifying you. It's it's preoccupied with the process. Yeah. Which well, makes it a thriller. Well, and that's the thing. I feel like the first half of the film is pre- not preoccupied, but just like is more focused on horrific stuff when it's showing the mm-hmm. the actual murders, you know? Because it could it, have done similar to Seven and not yeah. shown the, the murders and just been investigating the crime scenes and... But by showing them, like I remember the like the one scene with the the couple and who oh, ties up, like that's one of the yeah. most horrific things I've ever seen. Yeah, you know, and and I've seen a lot of horror horror films yeah. <laughs> that are horrific. But um, but that was just like one of the more the more hard things for me to watch. But then yeah, the second half of the film is when like the case goes cold, and then and then that's when uh, uh, Grace Smith starts getting on the case, right? Yeah, which is like when I watch it rewatch it fairly recently. Um, I guess not that reason. It was probably like two years ago, but uh, <laughs> um, I, I forgot how much he's not really a factor until the second half of the movie. Because mm-hmm. in my mind, he's the main character who's just like investigating the whole time. But no, he's like I don't think even shown until a while into it. I can't remember. He's there. He like the thing is, he's at the cartoonist desk, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. Downey's right. movie. It's right. Downey and Ruffalo's movie. Right, right, right. Up until the five years, seven years. Uh, I don't know. Seven? let's say seven yeah and <laughs> up until the big old black screen yes. basically yes uh and by the time it becomes his Where he's movie, like hey like let's keep investigating zodiac and everyone's like no yeah it's is it is it by the time the dirty harry thing comes out oh maybe is it by the no 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 anyway yeah he it, it, he's he's like he he's an ancillary character but then after the black screen, he becomes the main character. Yeah. It's a really, it's a fucking good movie. It's a great movie. And, uh, you know, and then of course the, the basement scene is another like straight out of a horror movie. It's great. Scene, you know? Yeah. And, but yeah, I would, I it's would. It's so funny too. Yeah. It's so funny when, when you read it as, a, as a misunderstanding. Yes. Uh, and, a probably, probably one of, uh, <laughs> of uh, of the the man who 
brings him over is assuming that he's a homosexual. Yeah, yeah. And there's the, that is the the kind of vibe in in retrospect that yeah. you, you think might be going on. And yeah. like, and it's and it's his reaction is so honest, but it's also so funny. Yeah. If you're the guy, right? If you're the guy who brings him down to the basement and you're just and you're like, oh, this is what this is. I've yeah. done this. A well, because like, there's, it's I like, mean, the, the now part he's where fucking with him. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's it's clear when he starts fucking with him just because he's like, oh. <laughs> Well, because he has that line where he's like, "Well, Mister Graysmith, I do all the yeah the the writing or whatever," and like in the moment you're with Graysmith, you're like, "That's scary because that might be the Zodiac then," yeah. and that but like yeah, in retrospect, he's probably just like, "No, that's a, that's silly because <laughs> I'm the one who does them, so yeah. it wouldn't be the Zodiac because I'm not him." Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, great movie. Uh, what was I going to say? Horror thriller. Is that's that a, all. Is that a ten out of ten? It's think, a ten out of ten. Yeah, for I me. think that's a ten. Hundred percent. Yeah. Is it it's his, my favorite Fincher. It's, is it his best movie? Is I think it, it's his best movie. It might be his best movie. And uh, I've been also just very uh, not into Fincher lately. So I've, I finally watched Mank. Oh, I'm sorry. And it's bad. I think yeah. it's a bad movie. Yeah. Um, uninteresting. I think it. I think it defaulted onto my top five of a of a of the pandemic year of like oh, a sure. big, big pandemic year because I saw it in theaters. And oh, you did. Yeah. I saw it for like the day that it played in theaters and like at the same time I was like, Oh, it's well made. It's well acted, but yeah. as you said, it's not interesting <laughs> at all. It's just it yeah. And it's just like we're we're still doing these stories of yeah. like the troubled male white male who is an asshole but is brilliant, you know, and I'm like, I don't care about those stories anymore, yeah. you know? Like they're not interesting anymore. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I want him to make another thriller. I do. Yeah, I think. Yeah. He, I think he will. Well, his next one's Oppenheimer, right? Or is that? That's no, that's Nolan. Nolan. Sorry, I that's. Guess. I think that's gonna rip. Um, what there is a new Fincher coming out though that I think looks good. It's called like The Killing or something. No. Yeah. He's not calling it that. It's something like that. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. That's <laughs> the killer. The killer. Pardon me. Uh, the killer neo noir action thriller film. Directed by David Fincher, uh, written by Andrew Kevin Walker. Oh, um, of Seven fame? Stars Fassbender and Tilda Swinton. That sounds great. Yep. Uh, yeah, Seven, writer of Seven. Yeah. So there you go. Probably probably be good. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> he's a genre director. Yeah. He is. He's, it's where he's he's best. When he's, when he's making those movies, you're like, wow, best movie of the year. I love Gone Girl. I think oh, Gone, Gone Girl's Girl is great. Yeah. so good. And I'm like, make all of those. Yeah. I love his Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I yeah, think I do too. Yeah. I think it's great. Maybe it's just Mank that I didn't like. No, you probably didn't like The Curious Case of Benjamin's Buttons. Oh, yeah, I didn't like that one. Yeah. That's probably it. I like all his other movies. Yeah. I think. What is, what? is What's not to like? Yeah. Don't tell me you don't like the game. Oh, man. The game rips. The game's one of the Blu-rays I bought. Really? Oh, it must look so Criterion. good on Blu-ray. What's the what's the cover? What's the cover? Is it a little? It's like uh, I I only saw it briefly on my phone, but it's like a black background mm-hmm. with like Douglas falling. So it's like the oh yeah the climax classy. essentially, yeah. really classy. Yeah, looks looks dope. Weird. Movie. I'm excited to rewatch it because it's been a while. Weirdo movie. Yeah, it rules. Yeah, <laughs> I like it a lot. James Rebhorn. Ah. Uh. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> but don't. Continue being don't, on my yeah. screen. Yeah. Um, Tell me all the rules, James. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Futurama. Uh, Futurama is also a thing we're supposed to be talking about. 
How the hell did we get on movies so quickly? Um, we talked about comedy. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Oh, well, we were talking about yeah, we were talking about how early two thousands comedy we've talked about it before is like a nightmare of mm-hmm. comedy. Um, one of the worst periods for comedy, in my opinion, in movies um, at least. In movies at least, and but but I feel like TV, TV yeah, yeah, TV also ha- just like this is what we were saying, like because we talked about it a bit with uh, Simpsons as well when we were ramping up, like when we did seasons nine and ten, I think. Yeah, because this is where the Simpsons starts to just completely shut the bed because they yeah. go mean. They start to go mean and and uh, punch down. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like the I I think uh, like homophobia is starting to become way more rampant as it were in culture yeah um because like you have things in the 90s that were like starting to make it like normalize it in a very very small way no 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 but and so like yeah so a lot of people were like well we have to stop that <laughs> like let's fight back and it's it's really gross um and you know you're seeing it now with uh with trans rights as well um uh culture is cyclical yeah they're gonna um, find something yeah <laughs> But anyway, uh, this episode specifically, as we said, has some of that. Mm-hmm. But mostly, yeah, I think mostly in the gym, yeah. the gym scenes. Yeah, it gives up on it pretty quickly because there's once they go to the lobster planet, it's like it's more like sex jokes, they're, and they're punching <laughs> down on the lobster people, yeah. which is funny. Well, and they're just they're they're making fun of the uh, the concept of uh, of sex mm-hmm. for species that aren't human, essentially. Yeah. Uh, obviously, in this realm, many humanoids or whatever you want to call it, but um it is it's it's so interesting how a lot and i think i think a lot of like comedies will pull on this as well this idea that in human culture sexuality is much more based on you know uh like intimacy and romance and stuff like whereas like in the animal world sex is just like no procreate like we must uh, as i can't remember the exact wording but you know i must deposit my uh uh was it uh Jelly, yeah, is that what it, my male jelly, jelly into a female cloacia or yeah. whatever. Uh, <laughs> if you catch my drift, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's funny, it's funny to like to 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 take sex and like make it that like really simple uh, biological thing and how gross it is. <laughs> yeah, and because Zoidberg didn't get selected this time around, he's like. He's like, oh, I'm sad, but like, there's nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. And Fry has a very human response to that, where it's like, no, you can, you can woo her. Yes. And the whole, the whole thing is foreign to him because it's like, well, no, I lost. Yeah, that's I not lost. how our species works. That's not how yeah. our species works. It's not like I have to wait for the next one. Yeah, is basically his his lot. Yep. And it turns out, yes, that's that is what happens. Yeah. Um, but also as we learn as with other species as well, uh when they make when they d- do the deed, yeah. they die. They die. Um and you know, it's it's wild that that's how it works in a lot of animal species as well. You Does know? it actually? That's wild. That I mean, is, I would say crazy. more like like insects. Yeah, oh yeah. More often in insects than mm-hmm. I think like mammals obviously. Sure. But, of course. Yeah. yeah. But I'm sure. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a fucking zoologist, but I'm sure there's Why other. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> Didn't go to school for it. Didn't go to school for it. Never will. Um, but uh, I'm sure there's like invertebrates because that's what Zoeberg is, right? That, when did you get to the point in your life where you're like, I'm not going to be able to do a lot of things? Uh, just now. Just, yeah? You just you just you just ha- made it happen just now. Sorry. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. I should buy a Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> you only got so much time. Oh my God. I understand don't. midlife crisis is now. <laughs> this is your midlife crisis? This That's is my early. Midlife. Well, I'm, I'm close to 40. Are you? I'm 37. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm immortal if we want to listen with the bit. Listen, medical miracles <laughs> are a thing. We're both. We're gonna live till two hundred. Gonna live till yeah. Yeah. And the, that back century is gonna be a bummer. <laughs> Tell you that much. Um. Yeah, because we'll still be old and decrepit uh-huh. and unable to do anything. Uh-huh. But we'll just be living in agony. <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> But they'll probably have uh, movies directly into our eyeballs or something. Oh, so you can just live that way. Yeah. Ugh. Maybe we'll go into a Matrix. Can they be good movies? Like, I don't want to watch streamers. No, it's all going to be streaming streaming content. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So we love is blind season 72. Whoa, that's good. (laughs) I'm into that. But it'll literally be them in their little eyeball uh matrix worlds um with avatars talking to each other oh that'll be that'll be the the new iteration of love is blind right Right, it'll just be the metaverse yeah we're all gonna be wally oh yeah we're all gonna be in the metaverse that's right i forgot that the metaverse is here are you waiting for us to be wally yeah you want that uh well i don't want to be wally no i want someone to make wally (laughs) to clean up all our garbage they have wally on criterion that's true yeah Yeah, it's like the only pixar movie on criterion yeah Pretty sweet. Pretty good. (laughs) Make a fully silent animated film, you cowards. Anyway. (laughs) Then it'll go on Criteria. I just, I feel like so many Pixar movies, not so many, uh, 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 two or three. (laughs) I'm like, this would be better as a fully silent film. uh, Wally, obviously. Wally, good dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Maybe <laughs> none more so than The Good Dinosaur. Um, and uh, you know what? Maybe Finding Nemo. Maybe Finding Nemo would be another good one. Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't give away Marlon and I like the other one, uh, Dory. <laughs> Dory, Ellen DeGeneres, famously good person. Um, I don't, so, she's, so she's an asshole. Who cares? <laughs> Who, honestly, guys, let's... Oh, hey, yeah, no. Jo- come, come over here. Come all over right, here, guys. Right, yeah. like, let's meet in the corner here. Yeah. Guys, if... I know a secret, if, and Alan knows this. If if anyone gets that famous, at all, anyone doesn't matter who. They're a prick. Yeah, they're probably an asshole. They're the worst. Yeah, that's the only way it happens. That's how you do it. Yeah, yeah you step on people's throats <laughs> until you get a daytime talk show and many Emmys. That's it. The and exception to the rule is Conan mm-hmm. O'Brien. I guess so. Yeah, but even even then, like it was rough going for him. Yeah. He, he he went through various things that were clearly because they're like oh he's nice so we can do this to him yeah yeah they wouldn't it, dare do that to jay leno because no, he's an asshole no it doesn't pay to do that no it doesn't pay to do that it pays to be terrible yes and you know what i bet she had to be terrible i bet it she i bet this business made her that way yeah probably i bet she wasn't born that way She'd probably so, be nice to her wife. Yeah, probably. And like her close friends. Yeah, so get off her back. <laughs> but the thing is, Greg, you need to realize she's mm. a woman. That's my point. And therefore, that's, people that's, are going to be mad at her. That's part of the point. I you know? know. That is, yeah, that's the thing. Because people hear about... it's. I mean, it's the Olivia Wilde thing, too, with uh, mm. Don't Worry Darling, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's 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 become an, a bigger issue because it's a woman. Mm. Whereas, like, you hear about literal rapists who are famous directors mm-hmm. and people are just like nah. nah 
So uh, you rascal. Anyway, so, so good they, movies. So they said something, of, quote unquote, offensive yeah. to someone mm-hmm. on set. Yeah, and they made their day bad. <laughs> they made a famous actor's day bad. A little, a little grumpy. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> They made a famous actor a little grumpy. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. That person's probably a jackass. Yeah, too. they're probably just as mean, if not meaner. Um, anyway. This, that's Hollywood's just, that's, a nightmare. That's just me to say it's all a nightmare. Nobody did anything wrong. Keep going. Yeah. I mean, well, people, I'll people, say everyone did something yes, wrong. The people who did yeah. something wrong, the actual people who did actual things wrong, should be punished for that. But they won't be. No. So, so who cares? Just watch the movies. <laughs> Uh yeah, I'll just keep watching movies. Yeah, that's that's my plan. Never meet your heroes. Never, never read the paper. <laughs> yeah, don't. Never read the TMZs. No, or the internet articles. You know why, guys? Because it's just gonna make you sad. It's gonna make you sad, and yeah. it's mostly biased and bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, Futurama. Futurama's good. It's a good show. And <laughs> can I tell you my uh, favorite joke of this episode? Sure. <laughs> it's uh, when Edna comes by uh-huh. and Zoidberg's doing his poses. Yes. And they uh, they have a little chat. Yeah. And he's and he's like, I'm a famous doctor, so craw. Craw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. It's great. Uh, that's that's my favorite joke. And um, I think the scene when Edna uh, uh, pounces on Fry mm-hmm. is um, particularly effective. Yeah. Um, it's good because it's uh, you know, and we'll see this later as well. In a similar a similar it's a it's a weird kind of running joke that fry is like in uh inexplicably attractive to mm. various alien species yes um and uh is there's this a, the start of that i think this might be the start i mean i i guess you have oh no that was uh that was bender on the moon with crush nader yeah um i was gonna say but i feel like there was maybe an earlier one as well where someone was into fry that you're like why <laughs> um but it does it does become kind of a running thing um and uh but but it's also what's funny in in this one is that he has no interest um because uh she's a scary lobster person to him and um that whole yeah that whole scene is very uh works very well because he's also not trying to be an asshole right Mm -hmm. and so he's trying to be you know empathetic or whatever and just be like no 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 like that's not what i meant or like i'm okay and she's like, come here, lover. And then Zoyberg sees it and he thinks that Fry's into it. And he's like, no. And then, uh, you know, it caps off with a great act break, which is, you know, uh, we'll fight to the death and the winner gets to make love to the lobster lady. <laughs> so he's like, it's a lose-lose. <laughs> and you see his brain get blown. And it's a really great animated. Yeah, it's a nice little, little touch there. Um, it's not going to be the the thumbnail for this episode okay i already know what the thumbnail for this episode is gonna be uh-huh. it's another fry is it, image is it the fry meme it's the meme yeah 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 this i mean not this episode the next yeah. episode that we'll talk about uh is the originate originator of the famous fry not sure if blank or just blank uh meme comes from um <laughs> it's really funny it's great yeah like there were a couple of us watching the episode uh, a couple of boat housemates and Alan um, watching the episode, and we were all just like, "That's the thing. Hey, that's the thing. You know it's that the, image? It's the, yeah. it's the meme. Yeah, uh, it's funny how some things become 
you know, lives of their own. Yeah, it's brilliant art. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, but we got to talk about Crab Claw. Was it Crab Claw? Claw Claw. I forget already. Claw Claw. Claw Claw, right? Yeah. Um, which is the duel to the death, which is a uh, only an 18 year old tradition, but a tradition nonetheless, which is a little touch I love. Claw Claw. <laughs> Um, Their national yeah, I mean, this, anthem is the fight theme from oh, Star Trek. Yeah, well, I mean, and this is all uh, this is like both of these episodes have big Star Trek vibes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about how big an influence Star Trek is already, but uh, these are when they're just like, let's just do a Star Trek episode <laughs> where they go to one of the characters' home planets in Star Trek at Spock, right? In this case, it's Zoidberg, and then they find all the customs of uh, of this uh, crew member, and then uh, a duel to the death happens. <laughs> Between Kirk the, and Spock. The duel to the death between Kirk and Spock. Is that is that in Star Trek TOS? I, as far as I know, yeah. It's from... Uh, oh, I wrote it down, actually. Because it's from the episode Amok Time. Um, and that's the one with Ponfar. Yes, with Ponfar. Okay. Um, it is the uh, season two, episode one of the original series. Uh, have you watched the original series? Oh, yeah. Okay, because I haven't. Yeah, it's like a big blind spot in Star Trek for me. Is it's the entirety of the original series. I know like so many like uh, cultural things from mm-hmm. it, like this, for example. Yeah, um, but I've never actually sat down and watched an episode. Yeah, it's the. I don't want to give it a good review. Yeah, because it's. I don't think it's a good show, um, but you can see where this this incredible German of an of an idea yeah. can like like, and you're just like, oh shit. Look well, it, at this. Look at what we can do with this idea. And it's like, okay, we're going to make 76 episodes of this. Then we're outie. Yeah. And like the show was never popular yeah. uh, among mainstream until TNG right. comes out. I'm, and like the movie. Yeah, it was this niche yeah, fandom. That, yeah. And it doesn't become a box office hit until Wrath of Khan. Right. You know? And like those movies are great. Motion Picture did pretty good, didn't it? It did okay, yeah. but it was it cost too much. Right, right, right. That's the problem, yeah. which is why like uh, Wrath of Khan uses tons of like reuses footage from right, right. from that because they were like let's cut these costs uh, yeah. <laughs> and we have all of these this model footage some of it we didn't even use from motion picture so use it yeah why not and like they they rebranded in Wrath of Khan with those naval outfits rather than those mm. jumpsuits uh, from motion picture. Uh, right, because they wanted to pivot. They wanted right. like a, a, a iconography pivot, um, something a little bit more, I think, universal rather than like stuck in the seventies. Yeah, that's fair, and it does look better. It does. Yeah, yeah, and like those the, the Star Trek the motion picture and all of the subsequent movies. I think they're great, except for the fifth one. But whatever. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think they're but it's fascinating. Yeah, I think they're great movies, and I think that's where the original series is most um is is most itself i think mm. you know like it has yeah it and has, i mean i watched all those and yeah. and really enjoyed them so i think I, and i had this like inkling of like maybe i should go back and watch the original series but yeah like i feel like i've heard from most people who are fans of it are just like 
like it's it's it, I mean I think it's similar to I mean it's any generational thing I guess like you know if you watched it at the time yeah it was a special thing yeah but watching it now you're, it's like in hindsight it's like yeah it was it was like doing a lot of interesting things but it's not necessarily great like the sh- like my dad it was showed just important me the show. to those people and yeah it was it was one of those things my dad showed it to me yeah like we when it, we watched it in syndication on like weekends and stuff I would like I remember certain episodes like Space Seed and the Trouble with Tribbles and sure. the Gord. Gord, Gord, gone. The, Where he fights the dinosaur yeah, on the planet. Yeah. That episode. Um, <laughs> I remember the 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 beep 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 beep. The the guy in the in the talking wheelchair. Oh yeah. Um, episode. Um, that'll I, 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 come I, up in Futurama. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I remember a lot of these, a lot of these episodes, and oh, I remember the Chicago Gangster Planet. Really <laughs> stupid. What the hell? Really stupid. <laughs> Like clearly, there was like someone shot a Chicago gangster show or movie yeah. on the set next door, and they were like, <laughs> like "We have all these costumes this, yeah. and props. We got to use them." Uh, uh, so, filmmaking so in the sixties. Like, Fuck it. We went to a gangster planet that's influenced <laughs> by the prohibition laws from the nineteen twenties, and that's our thing. <laughs> I love that. It's yeah. It's it's nuts. Um, but the 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 point is, like, I don't think any of them are like essential viewing. Really, like you get more out of out of shows like this being reverential and referential to them, yeah, because they're funny. They're pretty funny, yeah. I, I laughed, um, but yeah, the uh, the crop cro- <laughs> I keep fucking crop lock. Thank you. <laughs> I want to say Krav Maga. I think yeah, that's why, sure. which I think is. Uh, that must have already been a thing when this happened. Right? It has to be. It's a martial art, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably an ancient martial yeah. art. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's that's what like it reminds me of. So I'm sure it's like a riff on that in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you had a very uh, visceral reaction to Fry's arm being cut yes, off. I did. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, okay, here's the thing. I knew it happened. Yeah. I just completely forgot. Yeah. And I, I mean, and I think his reaction of just saying "you bastard" and it beating him with his own arm, um, so funny. And I feel like that's something we've talked about before. Is like that's something that Futurama can get away with because it's like, you know, <laughs> and Rick and Morty does this to a big extreme. Obviously, like yeah. not, you know, in current times, they kill they kill their main characters. Yeah, constantly. they just like whatever. It doesn't matter. Sci-fi, yeah. like you know, that's always the answer. And I I love that freedom. Like mm. I do love that freedom, and I love that. Um, uh, in Futurama, they don't overdo it, mm-hmm. you know, because they could have people losing limbs every episode or whatever, and just like, oh, I just sew it back on. Um, but I love that it's like, it's still jarring when it happens, you know? Like when Fry's arm gets cut off in the episode, you're like, yeah. oh shit, they did, like, they actually did that. And you remember, well, like, obviously they're going to fix it in some way with sci fi shit, but it's, if it's, it's not as normalized, so it's not, it's still jarring. And I, I think that's really good. Uh, Rick and Morty, I think, had the danger of becoming like that where it's just like it, everything feels kind of meaningless um but i do feel like they they had a good kind of soft reset this if you've been watching this current I've, season i was gonna say we should talk a little yeah. bit about it um <laughs> just because like they're well they're kind of parallel shows in a lot of ways yeah um and i was watching this this season of rick and morty and like we both had our big problems with season five yes i wouldn't say it's a bad but uh, it, gets, it's it was like, getting too much yeah it was too much and then this one just by removing Portal gun, yeah, is like, oh, 
what a fix yeah what like what interesting stories are able to it, it did feel more akin to season one of course you know mm-hmm. like um where it's mostly like family stuff with sci-fi elements yeah versus just we're going to this universe now goodbye yeah. you know it's it's widely different than ours and isn't that crazy what what a fix i've yeah. enjoyed every episode so far yeah, me that too. i've seen and then you know we'll we'll see what happens because they spoilers for rick and morty i guess if you haven't been watching but they they fixed the portal gun mm. Or Rick fixed it rather um, after the dinosaurs did. <laughs> I haven't gotten to there yet. Oh, yeah, Moshi, no. sorry. <laughs> That's funny. The, the final, like the, because I think they did five episodes and then they're having like a six week break now. Okay. And so it'll be back in December or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the final episode is all about the dinosaurs coming back. Um, and they're, they're, they're really they're, smart they're yeah they're like 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 perfect beings and right. like, that's why they left earth um it's not because they died and it's great <laughs> it's a very I, I think it's a really fun episode that's uh um yeah it's but it, yeah it ends with the portal gun getting repaired so it's like and and i mean <laughs> and they do like a meta thing where he's just shooting portals all over the place and morty's flying through them and he's just like oh we're gonna go through portals morty here we go it's gonna be great Ta-da. see you guys in in the new season or right. i can't remember what he says you right. know but it's the it's the thing it's that the, they like to the, do the every classic so often. yeah rick and morty hundred years yeah. hundred years rick and morty yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like oh, oh um but yeah that's i love that yeah. I, I love that i hope it, it it definitely seems like they learned a lesson though yeah so i think that yeah and i think that that's like that reset will help them ground their stories a bit more and not rely on the portal gun as much at least but still have it there as a as an option for for shit yeah uh we'll see in six weeks (laughs) weird hiatus but yeah they do it all the time we do it too um (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about uh well oh sorry uh i said you said your favorite joke Uh, mine is uh uh leela when fry tells her like the thing that he thinks women want to hear or whatever and she's like she's like oh wait they've all been doing that even sean <laughs> and, cries and, and cries and leaves and I'm just, i love that sean is never brought up again yeah. we don't know who the hell sean is but i just love that there's that tiny little detail and he's um, apparently been in her life for a while yeah um favorite tech yeah that's a great question there because like the the first scene is loaded with tech yep and i'm like oh the probably the one the like the the grossest one it's the 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 bavarian cream filled hot dog, dog yeah. that it's self microwaves yeah self microwaves yeah that's my favorite yeah it's, it's just it's it's like what can we have that's really gross for him to mm-hmm. be eating and it's like that's disgusting i mean i'm i'm a little embarrassed but i was grossed out and then i thought about it i'm like that might be really good <laughs> It might be good, but the fact that it microwaves itself Yeah, that's the part that's that's the grossest, honestly. It's insane and disgusting. <laughs> Probably dangerous. Yeah, oh, very, um. very dangerous. <laughs> and like the thing I the thing I like about the year 3000 in Futurama is that it is capitalism's oh, yeah. year 3000. Yes. And it is shitty. Yeah. You know, like everything is advanced, everything is incredible, but it all sucks. It all sucks cuz no one cares. <laughs> yeah. Um as long as they get all, your money. It was all made so fast. Yep. Because all they want is your money, yeah. and it's all novelty it's shit. All, yeah, it's all trends, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is a. It is such a reflection of. It's basically if like infomercials became the norm. Yeah, for uh, advertising and which makes yeah. a lot of sense. Because did you know that ads are coming to Netflix? Oh boy, did you know? No, I didn't. They're coming. 
I think I do remember reading something about that, and I was just like, <laughs> uh, and then I cried. Yeah, and then I canceled Netflix. <laughs> oh, well, how are you watching Love is Blind, then? No, we're obviously we're watching it oh, on okay. Ali's Netflix, but... Uh, <laughs> well, obviously, one of us has Netflix. Yeah, obviously, one of us in this house of four people. Yeah. We, can, we just put it all on the one Apple TV, and then everyone has everything. There you go. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. Um... Yeah, should probably stop subscribing to certain things. I'm, I'm already like, yeah, I'm like, I don't. Want, I mean, I, I, I canceled Prime. You did. I did. What about Lord of the Rings? You gonna finish it? I'm gonna use Selena's Prime. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, I thought so. You can cut that out just in case Amazon's listening. <laughs> I hope they are. <laughs> it's fine. It's your partner. Yeah, yeah. It's a family plan or yeah, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, um, it's encouraged even. But no, I did because because uh, I still subscribe to Disney Plus. Yep, sure. Netflix and Crave just comes with my cable subscription. Oh, that's insane that you still have cable, man! I love it, honestly. And Survivor, it's it's. I mean, it's mostly Survivor. It's also Big Brother, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's also it's a weird it's a weird thing that I don't do often or at all, really. Like maybe once every month, but like it's a weird thing to just look at all the channels, mm. scroll through, and like see, oh, there's a Seinfeld episode on. Which one is it? Oh. And watch like a few episodes or a few uh, minutes of it, and be like, I could watch this on Netflix. <laughs> it's all on without, without, without ads or anything. But I don't know. It's just there's something, and it's maybe just me holding on to the nostalgia of TV of the past. That's but what like it is. there's something comforting about having no choice. Yeah, in that sense, you know, where it's like. It's like, what's is, currently playing? What do I have to be beholden to? This is what's on. Yeah. And uh, and and I do like being able to PVR everything as well. Like, that's the other thing, right? Like, so that is different than what I just said, but it's it's that's the other side of it where it's like, oh, there's a show I really want to watch. Set it to record. So anytime there's a new episode, it records automatically, and I don't have to, like, think about it in that sense. Mm. Um, but because uh, that's the other thing is like HBO, for example, is on Crave, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have Crave, you can watch all the HBO stuff. But so many times, like last week tonight, for example, which is probably the only thing I watch on HBO now, mm. um, will air and then it won't be on Crave until the next day, mm-hmm. you know, which is like such a minor thing. But to me, I'm like, well, it aired tonight. I want to watch it tonight, mm. <laughs> you know? So anyway, it's called last week tonight, not last week tomorrow exactly. morning. Exactly. Or last week yesterday. <laughs> I don't know which one it would be. Um, but uh, yeah, so anyway, I, I like cable. I Honestly, if I had the choice, I'd take cable over streaming services. Don't say that. I'm sorry. Don't say that so close to these microphones. I'm saying it louder. Oh my God. Why? Hey? Why, Greg? I'm not going back. You're not going back? I'm not going back. But you, but that's the thing you are. Like by, by having all these streaming services, you're basically choosing no, a cable me, package. I know, but I don't have to... I don't have to watch an ad for Charmin. Well, you don't have to if you PVR it. You I'm, skip. Not wa- I'm not going to skip s- forward. I'm not going to do cable, man. <laughs> I'm not going back to cable. Come on, that's, Greg. That's insane. Bell Media is sponsoring us. <laughs> oh, they are? Well, in that case, yeah. <laughs> hey, we are now the proud owners of a cable subscription. <laughs> Via Bell LTE. Get yours mm-hmm. today. Only one hundred and seventy nine. Doesn't matter. Both owned by the yeah. same company. Are they? I think so. Bell. There's some kind of yeah. Ding a ling. Some kind of bullshit about So they're a monopoly? Uh yeah, about Bell being basically a monopoly in our country. 
Well, good for them. Yeah, they did it. They worked really hard. And they I'm disguise sure. it by having two subsidiaries that are seemingly uh, rivals. What about MTS? What's that? Manitoba Magic the Gathering. No, Manitoba Telecom Services. <laughs> oh, I don't know what that is. It's for Manitoba. Okay. You know, it's blue. Their logo's blue and white. Bell Media. I think they're owned by Bell. That would make sense. Uh, let's see. Bell Canada Enterprises. Uh, Are we actually discovering this now? Uh, they own they own Crave. Yep. Why well, I knew that. Um, <laughs> uh, I can't I can't figure it out. You can't be fucked with. All right, let's do the next episode. Let's do the next episode. They own CTV. Anyway, um, oh, I knew that. <laughs> oh, notable references. I just wanted to cover that real quick. Amok time. We talked about Star Trek. Basically, that whole third act um, is based on that. Cyrano de Bergerac with Fry whispering. Oh, of course. Zoidberg, mm-hmm. what to say to woo someone? Uh, they Ooh. eat at a restaurant called Red Primate. Instead of Red Lobster. Instead of Red Lobster, because they're lobsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the title, Why Must I Be a Crustacean in Love, is a reference to the song, Why Must I Be a Teenager in Love, which was recorded by many, many artists. Lesser of Two Evils is the sixth episode of season two, written by Eric Horsted and directed by Chris Salve. Uh, original air date, February 20th, 2000. And this one's notable, Greg, because it's the first one aired out of order. This. So if you're following along at home... Um, you know, on your Disney Plus and on uh, the original air date, uh, the next episode would have been um, Put Your Head on My Shoulders, but this one, The Lesser of Two Evils, was produced before it, and they wanted it to air before that one, and on the box sets, it happens before it. So that's why we're doing so it. That's why we're doing it this way. Um, we're trying to trying to be kind to the creators. <laughs> Just follow intent when we can. Yeah. You know, if you can, you should. But uh, I, I didn't, I didn't go too much further. But it seems like this is the, the major switch is that they just put this one, uh, one episode earlier, mm-hmm. um, because then the next two uh, that we'll be covering are, uh, put your head on my shoulders and Raging Bender, which I believe were basically originally went head on my shoulders, lesser two evils, Raging Bender. We're doing lesser two evils, head on your shoulders, Raging Bender. Uh, should I should I explain further? Uh, so, no. lesser of two evils. Stop. <laughs> no. Good God. <laughs> it took me too long to see that this was a bit. And <laughs> I need to stop it. Your eyes weren't glazing over yet. I was like, I got to keep going. Uh. Um, yeah, lesser of two evils. Uh, Flexo. Yep. Introduction of Flexo, as we mentioned at the top. Uh, great. <laughs> you guys are all right. A great addition to the growing roster of uh, secondary characters. Um, as I said, he does come back in a later episode. I think he's only in one other episode, mm. and then maybe in one of the movies. But uh, uh, but he's it, to me, he's just like a, a he's in the world, you know. Yeah. And so, like, I'm always aware, like mm, Flexo might come back. Flexo's <laughs> he, out there. He could come back anytime. Yeah. Um, because I think he's great. I really like. I really like that it's just literally Bender with a goatee, which is another Star Trek thing. Spock with a goatee. Spock with a goatee yeah. is evil Spock. Yep. Yeah. Um, and they of course play with that about how like oh if this is like Bender's evil twin, Bender's already kind of evil, uh-huh. so he must be even worse. Yeah. But instead he's kind of a he's just kind of a rascal. Yeah, he's, he's like, mostly a nice guy. He's probably he's ideally what Bender is yeah. would be yeah. normally, <laughs> but he's not. But he's not. Um. But yeah, this is, I think this episode is a lot of fun. Um, this is a good one. I like yeah, this one. I like this one a lot more than the previous one. 
Um, the the kind of ending sequence, whatever you want to call it, with the tiara uh, is a is a nice way to uh, draw out the kind of like you know, dual identity, who done it, whatever you want to call it, the Miss it's, Universe pageant. It's very madcap, very madcap. Yeah. Um, and I love that Fry is immediately distrustful of Flexo mm-hmm. and is basically throughout the episode. Um, we have the return of Crushinator. We'd get the return of Crushinator. We sure do. Um, she's Miss Earth's Moon. Puts Fry in traction. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a little bit. Um, there's also the uh, the Robot Strip Club. is a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I misallocated um, the two. Right. Because... Uh, uh, I don't think she's named. No, but Fry does get crushed by her. Yeah. Ooh. Ah. Kachunk. Kachunk. <laughs> A lap dance for my friend here. Yeah. I um, like the uh, the the like the basic badger plot of this episode of going to uh, past land. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah. that's the uh, pastorama. Pastorama. I think it was yeah, right. just like Futurama. Yeah. This one's brought in to you by like spider asbestos i think yeah i think that's right yeah. um futurama the show that watches back i mean it's a fun it's a fun like uh, switch in the idea of trying to guess the future mm. right which is what futurama the original thing that this is named after was about and that you know tomorrowland and disney as well was based on you know like this is what the future will look like everyone like ooh, look at yeah. all everyone will be everything will be sleek and white and People be in flying cars, you know, like shit like that. Um, like this technology that will probably exist in the future, and like some of it was correct and a lot mm. of it was wrong, yeah. And it's really fascinating. And then it's interesting that they do the flip side of this where it's like, here's what things were probably like, and a lot a of it's thousand wrong, thousand years ago. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, no, we don't know what happened a thousand years ago because <laughs> no, everyone's <of> dead, <laughs> like that's the main thing, yeah, you know. And the historical records have burned down that mysterious fire, of course. <laughs> I mean, like. But literally, yeah. like a thousand years ago, two thousand years ago, sure, right? Like, there's the the Library of Alexandria. Sure, it's like, yeah. we don't know. Yeah, it's burned it's, in a fire. It's burned. Like, it's, it's gone. burned. It's gone. It's just gone. Yeah, and we just we don't know now. Nope. Good job. <laughs> good job, Romans. Good job. Good job keeping history alive. You really did it. <laughs> and then there's been countless moments where we just lose things because, yeah. like, we wrote them down in one place. Yeah. And well, you know, even even film, like you know, I'm studying film right now. Yeah. And like how how many lost films there are from so the early many. period, like an insane amount. Like you know, you look at George Méliès who mm. uh, made like a something like 200 films or something. It's like how many can we see? Ah, uh, 30. Like <laughs> you know, like he made an insane amount of films yeah. in his short career, and like most of them are just gone. They're just gone, and uh, and he's dead. So some of them might still be out there. A lot of them are probably could like, be just like in a basement somewhere. Yeah, burned up. Some of them. Yeah, and. Because that happens fast. Well, and I mean, you hear about it very rarely, but every so often you hear about lost films being found, mm-hmm. and that's that's always interesting. And um, you know, and maybe, like they yeah, have the great day. idea of being like, let's digitally preserve them. But then again, we're also just doing the same thing where we're all putting them in the one place. Yeah, we're putting them in a cloud. Yeah, right. And so, like, <laughs> what happens when that goes away? Yeah, what happens when the servers uh, gain sentience? It's gone. And decide that they don't like the Big Bang Theory. They just delete all the episodes, and then we'll never know where Bazinga came from. It's just in those, the those lexicon. T-shirts. Yeah. We'll have the t-shirts with Bazinga. And be like, what does and that the mean? Flash. Like, yeah. Like it's baz- it's <laughs> yeah. the word Bazinga and the logo of the and Flash. And then people be like, I guess that was Flash's catchphrase. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> they'll make a flash he movie. Never says it in these. Yeah, I don't. I, in these but, documents. But it's it's you know it's part it's, of the character. We right. all know it, so we need to make sure when we make the movie with Ezra Miller that he says it several times. Ezra Miller too. Ezra, Ezra Miller, the yeah the junior. Uh, Ezra, no, the robot version. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> Far less problematic. Not entirely. No, and you know uh, this goes with what we were saying earlier. They're they're an asshole, but you know. That's that's why they're famous. <laughs> I'm going to see the movie. Like, it's not going to stop me from seeing yeah, the movie. The... Keaton's Batman. Are Keaton's, you kidding? Keaton's back as Batman. I mean, he'll probably enter the Speed Force, and we all know how much of a cheerworthy we, moment yeah, that is. We all will stand, <laughs> we'll stand and cheer for Ezra Miller's weird think, running. <laughs> un- unironically, do you think they can ever have him enter the Speed Force again in a film? The Flash? Yeah. Mm, no because i feel like it doesn't matter who plays yeah i feel like it's just like it's gonna be derided if it ever happens you know Mm, well that's the thing they have to in flashpoint because is that i don't know well the flash Flash. going back and entering the speed force is kind of what the whole thing hinges on is that is the speed force time travel yes in some way okay yeah it's just time travel yeah it's just time travel is that uh, because the fucking Justice League. Mm-hmm. What does he do when he enters the Speed Force? Does he travel in time? Yeah, he goes back in time. And to do what? To change something. What does he change? He changes like where Superman's standing or something. Honestly, oh. I can't remember. Yeah. I d- <laughs> <laughs> but I remember cheering. Yeah. <laughs> Cheer-worthy moment. Give it an Oscar. Fucking Oscars. <laughs> The Oscars are literally Principal Skinner, uh, like with "Am I so out of touch?" No, it's the children no, who are wrong. Children, like that's wrong. literally the Oscars for the past, like I don't know, twenty years. The Butts Memorial <laughs> <laughs> Auditorium, and that's the yeah, equivalent. That's of... the equivalent of the Speed Force, yeah. Because yeah. it's like, oh, we'll let the, we'll let Twitter decide, yeah. and like. At no point in the Oscar like meeting room where it's a bunch of fucking fat cats smoking yeah. cigars did someone say, why don't we let Twitter decide the number one cheerworthy moment? N- none of them were like, that's a bad idea. Don't do that. <laughs> Which just shows how out of touch they are. Yeah. Because yeah. never go to Twitter no. for anything. That's a horrible plan. It's a horrible fucking wasteland of nightmares yeah. and assholes. You know what? If you want it, make your own poll. Make your on your own website. On the Oscars website. Yeah. It'll at least be a bit more biased towards... Uh, you can tweet about the poll. Uh, yeah, sure. But at least it'll filter out the people who are... Who are just Twittered bots. And, yeah. yeah. And, like, it might stop some people from it going. Stop. It probably won't. Well, that's the thing. Well, like... It's, Any internet it's, poll It's amazing be... how, like, how how much just clicking away from a website... That's true. ...will yeah. stop someone from going there from doing it uh, like as a as a as a troll as a yeah yeah it's true yeah because like why would i troll over there when i for and spend 10 seconds doing it when in those 10 seconds i control 10 things right where it would take me 10 seconds to control one thing you know it's all about it's all about your your output yeah your troll content output your troll content anyway they like to fry up dwarves they don't like roast mutton Trolls. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> trolls. I was legitimately confused. Yeah. I was like, is Greg having a stroke? <laughs> yeah, they don't. They've had roast mutton too many days in a row. They want to eat some ponies and some dwarves. Mm-hmm. 
These the the three trolls in the Hobbit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that scene still in there? Oh yeah, yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. It's good. <laughs> it's actually good. The thing about the Hobbit <laughs> is, if you actually like, just make it what the and like we talked about this a decade ago. Yeah, when we watched the movies <laughs> yeah. for some reason. If if you if you just take the stuff that's from the book, and and the stuff that they adapted and just take that it's a good movie it's pretty good it's pretty good yeah like it's it's still got problems yeah. with that the book has which is that it's episodic and they didn't it's just yeah it's just small little it. vignettes of yeah. various adventures as they travel yeah and they didn't really like the the problem with the stuff that they did film is that they didn't they didn't figure out a way to work around that they just yeah. figured out a way to cut away from it yeah and the thing the thing too is like if you look at the book again like look at the book on its own like it's it's the hobbit doesn't learn anything really just like oh i guess i can leave my home <laughs> and i won't die I'll get mm-hmm. close I'll get close yeah. several times some of my friends will <laughs> some of my friends will but you know what i mean like there's no like character arc for bilbo really i think they do a pretty decent job i i shouldn't say they do i yeah. should say freeman <laughs> Martin does. freeman yeah i th- i should say freeman gives a a great performance that gives the perception of an arc yeah, I mean, and the I mean, the closest that it comes to is, like I said, is just this idea of like he's very like homebody, right? And then he realizes, oh, I can go on adventures, yeah. Like, and there's some merit to that, mm-hmm. and I'm capable in it's such ways, a basic yeah. thing. But it's, so, I actually, it's so simple. Yeah, I, I love it because of the well, that's storytelling, the and that's why the book works really yeah. well. You know, like, and that's one of the first books, like fantasy books, I ever read as a yeah. kid, and I loved it. And um. Like didn't even, didn't even like, read Lord of the Rings until after I saw the movies. Like, oh yeah, that's a mistake. <laughs> I think it was pretty. I think it was pretty good. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, like the movies were, I think, better than the books. So. I mostly agree. Um, I mostly agree. Yeah, I think. I, that, I think a lot of the you have, I you love, have more. You have more attachment the to them as well. Of so. the movies, I think yeah. they just like the tone settles in this area that like Tolkien hits on in most of the books yeah but like every time he makes a jut out of the tone it's so jarring yeah in in the books because like when it's saruman the many colors and he's like i have a technicolor dream code look at me go <laughs> it was like it's like huh huh why <laughs> this is bad sorry saruman yeah is that you and tom bombadil's a lot of fun but he's also like <laughs> he's a yeah like i cut bayorn sure yeah like he's an easy cut yeah he's just so, a bear man he's just a bear man and they and like in the they mo- barely have him in yeah it. <laughs> in the in the movie it, he's he's barely in the movie and all he does is say like i don't like dwarves but i'll help you anyway yeah and then and he turns into a bear and gets shot but he also says oh. he also just says there's a darkness on this forest Uh-oh. something ancient and evil sauron it's like sauron <laughs> remember that movie that's gonna happen <laughs> it's coming all of those scenes are just like hey remember that the lord of the rings is gonna happen yeah remember? i know that's yeah it's so silly yeah it's very very silly but you know what else are you gonna do there's only yeah. i guess there's only one story in you gotta this. make that coin you, you know? gotta make that sick coin three movies makes more money than one movie in theory yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you think that if they made the hobbit uh as one film and you know, made it just an epic kind of fun adventure like it should have been. Mm. Even though it's one film and not three films, do you think it would have made more money 
than the three films combined that we got? Probably not, but I think it would have gotten close. Yeah, I think so too. And it would have it would have been more uh, loved. It would have been special. It would have been more special, and therefore maybe eventually more money overall with like rentals and shit. I don't know. And box sets, you box could because you yeah. could package it, package it with the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, It'd be fun. And it's instead we got three bloated messes. Yeah, that made a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I turned mine into three hours and fifteen minutes. Well, there you go. Yeah. Check out the credit. You should have a website. I don't want to get sued, man. <laughs> it's fan, uh, like, don't ask for money about it. Yeah, I'm doing know. this for educational purposes. Yeah, or parody. I don't know. Yeah. There's got to be some legal loopholes. I can, like, maybe, like, film myself with a clown <laughs> nose at the beginning. Or you just call it Dumb Hobbit. <laughs> then it's parody, protected under parody law. Hobbit Cliff's Notes. <laughs> The stupid Obi Wan. The stupid. <laughs> Have we talked about this episode at all yet? I don't know. Eh, probably not. Well, um, <laughs> I liked it. I mean, it's good. Yeah. I mean, we we did talk about it. I mean, like we we hit the basic basic uh, beats. And uh, I mean, sorry everyone slash you're welcome. That's why we're doing two episodes of podcast because we don't have as much to talk about with these episodes because I feel like we're we're what we're noticing with this versus Simpsons is because of our uh the less reverence we have for it mm. um even though i watched Futurama and loved it uh it's it wasn't as special mm-hmm. as the simpsons was to me and and with you it's like you know you you watched a little bit of it here and there but like not not a lot and not often it wasn't formative yeah and so we don't have like memories about it as much and so we do have to just kind of do more of just what's the text um and also just like some of the like Oh, like why did they make this episode? I don't know. They wanted to do a Zoidberg episode. You know, like there's not. It was time for a Zoidberg like, episode. Yeah, and uh, you know why'd they do the Flexo one? I don't know. They're math nerds, and they thought it'd be funny to do some math jokes. And that it is. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it is funny. Yeah, it's great. I love their math jokes. Um, yeah. We're both the sum of two cubes. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, which of course you can find the answer to that on mm. the internet. I had it up. I don't, I'm not going to look it up. What now. the two cubes are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they just take the number and they're like, "Well, that would be the sum of these two cubes." <laughs> yeah, that's. When you think about it, it's a pretty simple deduction. Of course, it's very easy, and and it's an easy math joke to write. Yeah, argue, you know what I mean. But but it's it's also just like evident of because any anyone else could have just done random numbers and not actually done the math. You yeah. know. But no, they they were like, no, we're gonna do like if anyone we know that the nerds are gonna check this, so we need to make sure it's accurate. Yes, both those numbers are sums of two cubes, you know, um, which uh, which I think is great. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, I love Flexo. I think he's great. He's a great addition. Flexo is a great guy. Yeah, and I love the the like the obvious like Bender, uh, pretend like <laughs> it's like this weird nesting doll of like Bender is kind of pretending to be flexo but also not actually but we as an audience are supposed to think oh that's actually flexo pretending to be bender but no he's just we- he's just wearing stylish yeah. stuff and yeah. holding a map and like yeah i love the, it's so great i love the line like yes like i would do me bender, bender. <laughs> that's probably my favorite joke yeah <laughs> uh but my actual favorite joke mm. is the extremely extended bit of the professor calling them into his bedroom i have to show you something 
And everyone looks at each other. Like, Him crawling the into the yeah. bed, too, is just like a lovely visual of like, all right, everyone gather on my bed. Yeah. I want to show you something. And then he closes the curtains and they go, whoa, like it's so yeah. like beautiful and big. Can I touch it? <laughs> and then it's like, can we, can we do this somewhere else? Of course. Smash cut to him in the bathtub. <laughs> It's a really great escalation. That's, you know what the, the thing is. I'll say about these two episodes we watched mm. is uh, a severe lack of the professor. Yes, this one overall. Gets, um, this one has more of him. This one, yeah, this one gets more points just because he's in it more. Yeah. But uh, we need more of him. Always, uh-huh. always use yeah. professor. He he will never be too much because he's a pro- he's a character that is that is simultaneously great when he is a support and he can also carry episodes. Yes, absolutely. And that's just awesome. Yeah, he's great. Uh, my favorite joke is the, uh, it's early on, it's when they're watching TV and I can't remember what the, the announcer says on the TV. It's like, are you like irritable or something? And then Bender goes, shut up and get to the point. <laughs> yes. It's like so quickly. Yeah. I love that. I found it very funny. Uh, favorite tech. Um, I like that he just has some chlorine in his in his little hatch. He's just like, ha get it? It's chlorine. It's funny because it's poisonous. Um, I found that very, very funny. So one of my favorite ones is when all of the uh, is when the Dow goes to five thousand oh, and yeah. the stockbrokers jump out the window and then yeah. it goes back up and they use jetpacks they to get, get jet back. Packs, yeah, which is what happened in the year two thousand. Of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when did uh? I mean, probably a lot of times. When did Wall Street crash? Was it around this time? Honestly, which time? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like two thousand eight. Was it? Oh, that was the one that like Big Short talks yeah. about, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. I think that's what I was thinking of. Um, uh, see, Futurama predicted it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no one talks about that. Boy, did um, they ever! But uh, oh, we we have a an alien language. Oh, do we? Uh, we haven't had one for a while. And the the fake uh, New York subway. There's a big billboard or billboard, a big uh, poster with alien language. And it says laser tentacle surgery. Hmm. So there you go. What I'm noticing is that these uh, aren't really jokes. <laughs> They're just like things they want to uh, change into the alien language so that people can start deciphering it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm hoping that maybe we'll get some funny ones. Some jokes. <laughs> Once, yeah. As we go, we'll see. Some actual Yeah, jokes. laser tentacle surgery. It's like, all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a fair thing to advertise, I guess. Um, notable needs feed and seed. This is not <laughs> no, exactly uh, notable references. Of course, Star Trek once again with the uh, goatee. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, strip club they go to is called Electric Ladyland. Something I can't remember now, but Electric Ladyland is the name of uh, one of Jimi Hendrix's albums. Hell yeah! Um, you have uh, Price is Right referenced, of course, with Bob Barker there, as well as the you know how much you think this is worth. Mm. The, that whole obviously you're uh, the closest without going over. Yeah. And then uh, we have uh, one of the beauty contestant pageants is Miss Arrakis. You know what Arrakis is, don't you? No. It's the sand planet in Dune. Oh, Arrakis. (laughs) Oh, Arrakis. (laughs) I thought it was a spider thing. I mean, Um, that's fair. I mean, that's what I thought thought when I first heard the term Arrakis related to Dune. I'm like, oh, is it a spider planet? (laughs) I I thought it was a thing about like Arrakis. Yeah. Dune. The spice must flow. The spice must flow. Very excited for Dune Part 2. I mean, me too, because then the story the movie will, will be over. Be over. Yeah. <laughs> the 
it'll actually conclude then you can actually the watch story the story that movie. I was very invested in and yeah. then it stopped and I was like wait that's it wait hang on and everyone's like oh dune and they're like jerking themselves off and I'm like I, I would like to <laughs> I don't know maybe it ends shitty well, I know how it ends I know so I was jerking myself off well that's what I mean yeah. people who've read the books or, or watched the Lynch movie maybe uh, no. no okay none of those people <laughs> I just I knew nothing about Dune, and this mm-hmm. was my first. Uh, I mean, we talked about it mm-hmm. whenever we. That's how it is. But yeah, I was I was like I knew it was a part one, but I was also kind of like yeah, like I feel like none of the stories are tied up. Um, you know, it's I, I mean I hate I hate when movies do that. I mean, I'm Boromir sorry. didn't even die. Boromir didn't die. Um, the you know the the trend of doing that with like Harry Potter and um, uh, Hunger Games, you know, like all those movies that were splitting the big finales into two I, I hated it all the time yeah and so, i just i do think that this movie's going to benefit from it i hope so um because it was there, already long right yeah like, is and there, so i get that there's a lot of story to get to and that's why they did it yeah. but again i just i the the is it a world that fi- i want to live fil- in for five film, hours yes the film purist in me says if you can't uh adapt it into a one feature film then don't do it and it's the same with The Hobbit, right? Like, you shouldn't have done that. Lord of the Rings works because it was, even though it's it was... three books. Yeah, even though it was, you know, I, I, you would know better, but originally written as one book, right? It was... But then, take, it, but then yeah. split into three parts because it was easier to sell that way or some it, shit. It was written as one volume. Right. His publisher and editors were just like, we have to split right. this. So go back <laughs> and figure out a way to do that. Yeah, and, and I think he, it works really like, well as three stories... That's also one overarching story. It works brilliantly. I, like I can't think of too many other um, trilogies or even like two two parters that do that as well as Lord of the Rings does. I mean, he did have <laughs> the thing that I almo- that I always think about is like, no, it took him nearly twenty twenty years between the Hobbit and that, right? To to do it to to finish it. So yeah. he's like. No, he's ruminating on this. Sure, like, yeah. He's thinking about it. <laughs> Stuff's going on. And yeah. like he never published anything with that scale ever again. Because mm-hmm. like, like, arguably he didn't have to. Um, but also arguably cause it, because he died before he could. Right. Because like, you open up his desk and things are just like flying out at you. And it's just like, look at all this stuff that I had ready to go. Right. And I died. Yeah. And like it turns out that the Silmarillion is just like the tip of the iceberg. Right, because there's like in their never-ending manuscripts. Do you think he was just trying to build out his world with a Silmarillion, and then was maybe planning a different narrative? I do think using he, that as background, like, and like maybe that he, wasn't supposed to be published. I don't know. I do think he never really intended it to be because he had been writing it since 1917. Mm-hmm. Like he'd been writing some version of the Silmarillion since then, and it was yeah. just a world that he built so that he could write stories to yeah. play in. Yeah. You know, like I, I there's there is definitely that, but there are then then again there are like certain chapters in the in the book, and there are three novels mm-hmm. that were published based on chapters from the Silmarillion. Okay, and his notes regarding yeah. those chapters. So like I have a feeling that if he had all the time in the world, he would have published the Fall of Gondolin, he would have published the Children of Huron, and he would have published Baron and Luthien. Definitely Baron and Luthien, but I think he would have published all of those mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah. Um, but then, but then he died. But then he died. Yeah, yeah. and that would have been a good, like that's a great trilogy. Yeah, it's a that's an awesome trilogy. You know, that's if it, it all was, takes place 
before yeah uh, it's, Lord of Things. Yeah. it's all in like the first first stage, stage or whatever. yeah all that good stuff is that what the TV show is about you wish first stage? no I wish uh, yeah it's the second age second age right yeah all right well well bye <laughs> <laughs> um well what I'll say is uh uh I look forward to the dune credit to make it into one film oh yeah I'll just drop the credits <laughs> Maybe just shorten the amount of time uh, someone stands in the desert as the Hans Zimmer's score goes, ah! No, I loved all that. <laughs> I can... Whether you loved it isn't the point, is whether it's necessary, Greg. Well, that's why I do these things. Kill your darlings. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta. Anyway, I just think it could have been a, a great three-hour film. Um, well, we'll see without what the next having one seen. Is. Yeah, without having seen the next one, and not really knowing where the story goes. But um, I'm going to go into that into it with that cynical attitude. Wow! And uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, I think it'll. I think it'll we're be not going to see this I, together. <laughs> no, come on. I'm going to go see it on the IMAX screen. Yeah, me too. Obviously, where else would you see and it? You're going. We're going on the same day. At the same showtime. Okay. In the same theater. Uh-huh. Just but we're not together. Very, yeah. very far apart. You yeah. sit over there. <laughs> over there. Over there. <laughs> no, I can still hear you. Go. But Greg, I bought the seat right next to you. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care um, if you sit in the COVID seat. Get. <laughs> or if I do. You know what? I'll move. Fine. Um, no, I, I, I should say I, I obviously uh, hope that it's good and yeah. want it to be good. Yeah. Um, I just do think that I, in the back of my mind, I will unfortunately have the predisposition to be like, what if this could have been cut? And maybe I'll be wrong, or not wrong, but like maybe I'll be like, no, all of this was necessary. Great, good work. You did the right choice by splitting into two. That's that's da- entirely possible. Um, I just love the world so much. It's one of those things where I'm like, I can live in this world for five hours. Yeah, I could live here for five hours. That's fair. This is great. I'm yeah. I mean, I'm I'm less into it in that sense, but yeah. Um, but not not in the opposite sense. Like not. I'm not like I hate this world. Um, but uh, maybe I'm just sick of deserts in sci-fi. Mm. And Star Wars is fall really. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because like Lucas obviously read this. Yeah, obviously he was like, I'm gonna make my dune. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm actually gonna make Arrakis. It. No, Tatooine. Yeah. It's like, all right. I'm actually going to make it, though. Yeah. That's the thing. That's true. <laughs> you know? I'm actually going to do it. Like, yeah. say what you will about him. He got the job he done. Did, he did complete uh, six films. Yeah, he did the assignment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which was, make a movie. Because, yep. you know, as we've said, a movie's natural state is unmade. Yes. It's hard to make a movie. It's very hard. Even a bad one. Mm-hmm. So, good so, work, everyone who's yeah. ever made a movie. It's also hard to make a TV show. That's true. It's hard to make a lot of things. Yes. You know what's not hard to make? Hmm. Podcast. That's true. <laughs> That's why there's so many. <laughs> That's why there's so many. Some people get paid for it. That's true. We kind of do. Speaking of. If you want to subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios, where you can find all of our bonus content, uh, $2 or $3 a month, depending on your uh, country. Yeah. And the <laughs> state of your dollar. And your state of your dollar. Um, we just did a malignant commentary. Yeah, you'll have heard it. You'll have heard on it. On Made Feed. Oh, yeah, because you're going to post on Made Feed as well yeah. as like a little a little bonus for, for all our yeah. non-subscribers. But we got tons of stuff on Patreon. Yes, and more coming. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. 
have we done Mission Impossible yet? We should do all the Mission Impossibles before should the new one comes we, out. Actually, yeah, we probably should. Uh, I was thinking about that recently. I'm like, I want to rewatch them all. I literally just did. <laughs> I literally. Well, we don't have to do it right now, but I do it again. Yeah, I know. That's why. Yeah, like in two months, you'll be like scratching your. I want to go back to the birds. I, I need my Ethan Hunt. I need to invoke Ghost Protocol <laughs> where's, again. Where's the IMF? Uh, Hook it to my veins. There's a fallout needs to be falled. <laughs> Solomon Lane. A, a nation that needs to be rogued. A three that needs to be missioned. Ving Rames. The rabbit's foot. Knockless. What the hell is the rabbit's foot? Um. Non-official cover. That's what it stands for. Um, but yeah, anyway. Because, uh, you know, I just, I'm going to rewatch them all before the new one. I so. fucking love those movies yeah, so much. They're so good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you can find uh, shit like that <laughs> on our Patreon. <laughs> Yeah, we talk about movies and shit. I yeah. don't know more um, than we do here. Yeah, which is <laughs> which is saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, but hopefully we'll uh, start getting. We got some guests on the docket. Yeah, um, that just didn't work out scheduling wise for today. But mm-hmm. a lot of people that uh, we've spoken to that are uh, raring to go to come on and talk, and those will be fun episodes because it's always good to have someone in the chair. Yeah, someone in the chair, other than just Not us. The bench, because then we just chair. talk about movies. Did you see? I got a chair. <laughs> uh, I didn't. But turn around. I, mm-hmm. Ah, oh, God. There's a chair right there. My Your phone is it. on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm operating on very little sleep right, right now. Right, okay. Um, well, let's, let's wrap this up and yeah. you can go to bed by time. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We uh, are back, hopefully, for a while um, to at least finish up season two. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can uh, email us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com numerical three uh, you can find us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram kinda kinda uh, mostly Instagram I think yeah. these days is Instagram what we're, not Facebook not Facebook no oh yeah we're, I, I think we're gone we're, yeah we're gone I think I our page just disappeared one day what happened did someone hack if you hacked us email us please email us and just let us know we just want to know yeah we don't want it back yeah we're not we bad. really don't care <laughs> but it might maybe it's in the metaverse now I don't know maybe yeah. you can like go interact with our avatars in the metaverse I don't know they just stand there yeah, looking at you <laughs> it's very unnerving do you know legs um, are coming to the metaverse anyway sorry <laughs> that's such a dystopian sentence we're getting our legs back uh well as always with our last breath we curse zoidberg and legs are coming to the metaverse <laughs>